afternoon. Congratulations, by the way. Oh, thank you. It's tough. I mean, it's tough. I get to work early. You know, you do some work early. You listen to some podcasts early. You do some online stuff early, and then you do a little bit late, and you make the best of it. Coach, how will you be able to use this degree as a coach, as a father, and in your life serving the community? As a coach, I don't think I can use it very much. As a father, you know, it's a good time to get it because I have a sophomore at Rutgers, and I have one that's a senior now. And I have one in sixth grade, so just getting that hopefully helps them get theirs and they can do something with it. For me, it was a personal thing as far as a promise I made to my mother before she passed that I would go back and get it. And, you know, sometimes life gets in the way and things come up and you finally put your foot down and you try and do it. So it was something I just did. You weren't the only person here that, that's gone back and gotten a degree. I know Levante David did it. It was a big deal for him, too. Um, can you just speak to the importance of, of you know, doing that, of, of being a lifelong learner? I think you need to get it early as possible so you can do something with it, you know. But at the same time, for the people that go back and get it, it it's a sense of personal accomplishment. And hopefully it gives somebody hope that it's never too late. Uh, you'd rather get it early than later, but you better get it when you can. What's the biggest takeaway you've noticed from watching film of the Cowboys this week? Well, they're similar to last year. They're very big up front. They're quick on the defensive side of the ball. They got ball hawks in the secondary. They pressure you quite a bit. Uh, they can run the ball with the two running backs, and they can throw the ball as well. And so. The quarterback is extremely bright, very smart, knows where to go with the football, well-coached team. You talked about uh, you know, the offenses with these two clubs. Obviously, with the uh, you know, 31-29 game last year, I think two teams combined for 108 passes. But defensively, you guys finished one and two in the league in takeaways. Has that been overlooked a little bit, these two clubs? I don't know if it's overlooked. There's something in the buildings, each building, I'm sure, that's – asked to do that helps us win games and help them win games. You know, we, we try not to make them and we try to get them. I'm sure they try not to make them. They try to get them. But, you know, turnovers these days, giving the offense a short, short fields will help immensely. So they've made some splash plays on special teams in the preseason. How much does that concern you at this point? It's a big concern. You know, they're game changers. Anytime you can return kicks and punts or block a kick or a punt, uh, I know Turpin has done a great job in preseason, and we're going to have to deal with him on Sunday. Coach, as far as the Bucks kick return, uh, what do you see from Rashad White that earned him that job? Well, he's secure with the football, number one. Uh, he's big enough to absorb hits, and he's athletic enough to go out and make some yards and see the holes. He, he has very good feet, and he's a quick guy that can get to the hole real fast, so we like where he is. You know, it seems like we ask you almost every day, every other day, about Chris Godwin and his progress. Has he been cleared for contact yet, or do you know when, when that might happen? No, he still has on an orange jersey. Like I said, until they say something, he's practicing getting better, and he's confident every day, so we'll see where that goes. Or do you have any idea when they might? I mean, I know that he's working with the training staff every day, but I don't know if there's like a formal, formal testing that would determine if he's cleared for contact. I'll, I'll just wait for the medical staff to say something. You said yesterday on the podcast that ultimately it might be up to him when he plays. Given a choice, he'd rather be available for the second half of the season and, and the games that he missed last year. 
is is it up to him? Is it or is it a med, is it purely like the doctor saying yes or no? What's the process? It's probably a little of both. You know, it's probably a little of both. Like like I told him in training camp, when he gets well, no matter when he gets well, until he takes a hit below the waist which you cannot do in practice. We can bang him around the shoulder pads and do everything we got to do until he gets hit on it from the side or in the front, which we cannot simulate. And then he gets up. I don't care if it's five years from now, you're not going to feel any different. You know, it's confidence that you run and catch every day and you can be normal. But until you get hit down there, you, no one's really going to know. So, you know, we'll see. Does that matter then to you, whether it's week one or week six or seven? I mean, every game, counts right the same they count the same but we want them well you know i don't want them out there before his time if, if if it's healthy and he's ready to go and they clear him and everybody feels it's ready to go and it's completely a hundred percent then you take your shot anything less than that i'd rather him sit how much will it factor that the first two games are on turf does that factor in at all i don't think it factors in at all we have quite a few during the season so whenever he plays he plays I think it's helped them all camp, you know. I think it's helped them all camp understand how to position block, when to use power, when to use speed. And he's a, he's a smart guy. He's been getting a lot of reps at it, but it'll be a challenge for him, no doubt. How do you have a Mount St. Mary's hoodie, hat, shirt? I have a hat and T-shirt. <laughs> you talked about having to um, make up for Gronk's catches with the three, four tight ends you got. Do you feel confident you can make up those catches with that group? Well, it doesn't just have to come from that group. It can come from the wide receivers and the running backs. You know, as a as a group, between all of them, we'll try to make up somehow for them. Nobody's going to look like Gronk or even catch like Gronk and rumble down the field and, and run over people. But we have different skill sets that we can make up the catches for, and I feel confident in that. So reportedly Shaq Mason restructured his deal, and there's a lot of speculation. Oh, it might be a big signing coming. Or is it just to have money in case you'll need to sign players during the rest of the season? Well, it's just to have money right now. But things open up and things happen after the first week. So it's better safe than sorry. Tom, obviously, this is your first game on Sunday. But how, how anxious are you for this game to break the season and get underway and see this whole team play out in a full game, you know, first time since last year, really? I think I'll be very anxious on Sunday. Right now it's just Wednesday, and we try to go day by day and win the day. So we'll get some more tape in. We'll have some more meetings, and we'll take care of the day, and we'll take care of Sunday on Sunday. But I will be very anxious on Sunday. What's your pregame routine like? It's been the same as it's been since I've been coaching. So get on the bus, get on the first bus, go to the locker room. I listen to a little bit of music. I sit down and take it easy. What station do you listen to as you're getting ready for games? I don't know if it's different than during the week. I Spotify. I have just a music list that I listen to. It just goes randomly. What, what songs are on it? We don't have enough time in the day, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> the same type of stuff you talked about with us earlier in the week, this whole trade stuff? It's a little bit of everything. There's rap, there's gospel, there's jazz, there's rhythm and blues, there's soft rock. There's probably everything except heavy metal. Camp, one of your objectives was to improve the running game and become more efficient at that. Uh, what 
strides? What areas did you make the most progress in with the running game? And, and how comfortable are you with that compared to what it was last year heading into the season? I mean, I'm comfortable with it, but it's only preseason. You know, you got to do that in regular season too. But we made strides in it because we committed certain days to it and guys got on the same page. And we handled a lot of stunts and different movement that way. So I was happy about that. And that's what I meant by we got better at it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah.